Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys. Everything sequel contains explicit language. And why the fudge not, you melon farmer? Hello and welcome to the Everything Sequel Podcast, the last summer edition. My name is Michael Schantz. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's that's the last summer edition, not right. the last summer No, that's summer true. Edition. Yeah, Although, don't be confused. Uh, you know, probably not for release, but for recording, this may this is probably our last true. summer. True. That's true. Officially. <laughs> but you're gonna hear this in Officially. like fucking december january <laughs> yeah but and and if you think this is this is a tall nitpicking bear in mind this franchise is very specific about summers and the gaps between them i'll say <laughs> that's tom stewart from lonesome whistle productions i'm mike shots of the how dare you awards we are doing the i still know what you i don't know i quit <laughs> that's that's the thing about these movies tom is you can't even say the title before you're like man i don't even want to watch this <laughs> yeah the number of times uh in referring to the title in my notes i had to go back onto the imdb and recheck the title i think i, I think going from i to aisle right uh between sequels was uh, a big mistake in terms of uh uh, you know, anyone giving a fuck about these movies. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, as soon as the apostrophe appeared, I was like, I'm done with this. I'm done. Yeah, I quit. <laughs> I can't even put them in the same part of Blockbuster Entertainment. I'm done. Yeah, and the thing is, is if you watch the first movie, you think, why does this movie need two sequels? Uh, yes. Doesn't. Well, it, and this is, this is a kind of interesting point because in these two sequels you see the tentative building blocks of a, a name slasher franchise that mm-hmm. not only didn't happen but um the the, the third film kind of talks itself out of by the end of it the third film is just the first film it's just a remake essentially but I love that they call it I'll Always Know What You Did Last <laughs> Summer as if it has anything to do with the previous story. And it doesn't. I think when one of the characters says, I've never heard of this stupid fisherman, you you as the viewer can only agree. Like, yeah. Agree. Yeah, completely. He's, you know, like I've heard of Freddy Krueger. I've heard of Jason Voorhees. And uh, I've heard of okay. Michael Myers. I have not heard of... Ben Willis, a.k.a. The Fisherman. The Fisherman. And that's the thing about this series is... Okay. So you have the writer, right? Kevin Williamson. Uh-huh. He wrote, I, I still... Or not I still, but I know what you did last summer long before he wrote Scream. Right. Scream becomes a big hit, so naturally Hollywood was like, let's go! We're all in on I Know What You Did Last Summer. Kevin, what do you have on your desk right now? Send it over. It's now a movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And 
you know, it reminds me because I have a friend, you know, I have friends who who are writers and and who have told me they were, you know, they write something. Twelve years later, it's getting made and they're thinking to themselves, I, I'd like to take my name off of that. Mm. And I say, I ask why. And they say, because I wasn't as good a writer as, <laughs> back then as I am now. And that's how this that's how this franchise feels to me. It feels like. A first effort. Well, I do. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll get there at some point. But I did. That there were moments where I thought, uh, not just that this is this is something handled better in Scream, but certainly, you know, this uh, this idea of of uh, imitators and pastiches being your route into the sequel mm-hmm. uh, is something that that Scream would later pick up in a, in a in a big way. Um, so I think the seeds of it are there for sure, but it's not, uh, it's not fully realized yet. And yet they have the scream movies to refer to if they want to. So they've got no excuse. Yeah, exactly. You're right. They have a a reference of how we could have done this better. Yeah. I know how you could have done this better last summer. (laughs) Perfect. All right. So. Listen, listeners, this is our introductory episode to this series. The original film was I Know What You Did Last Summer. It has two sequels. One of them, Tom, direct to video. We have I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, major release. And we have I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer, straight to video. But we're going to do it anyway, right? Well, yeah, otherwise uh, our, our next project will be rendered null and void <laughs> if we excluded video. Yeah, exactly. That, there's, a, there's a hint of what, where we're going next. So, obviously, everyone, when we introduce a new film series, the first thing, this, this introductory episode is to rank them and declare them bad or good. Tom, was this difficult for you at all on either, on either end of that? spectrum for ranking or or declaring well despite my predilection for the third in a series um which has been a theme up until has, now, has has re been have been reoccurring yeah i have to say this is probably the easiest ranking i've done as yet um and just to put it in perspective if you had told me that i'll always know what you did last summer <laughs> was a fan-made film that was funded on Indiegogo, I wouldn't even say yes. I wouldn't say anything. I would just nod in agreement and then say, (laughs) oh, I guess they didn't get their goal then. (laughs) They didn't hit the mark. I I, I mean, the the drop-off in quality between those two movies, and this is not to say that I think there's anything that special about. Right. um, I still know. But there's money behind it, and it's yeah. My, I mean, it's it, in the first few minutes of. Uh, I would uh, say they waste a lot of money on that. The 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 second you know in the series, but. Right. Yeah. I mean, just they go to the Bahamas. I mean, it's it's literally <laughs> literally they're spending the money on a vacation. It's unbelievable. We'll get to um, it. But... And uh, well, when when the third when the third mo- I'm not gonna do the full title every time. When the third movie begins. <laughs> the third. <laughs> the second and third. 
Yeah, in in the course of the first few minutes of the film, you're already patently aware that we've gone from a lot of celebrities to absolutely none. Correct. <laughs> and and so, I think, I, you know, that's sort of, that's that's really how you have to, yeah, it, you know, it, it, we did we did uh, Troll 2 recently and, you know, that, that was actors who were considered for extras before they were considered right. for leads. Right. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was exactly the same here. Sure. And and I so I take it, it, it seems fairly obvious you're going 2-3. Yes. Without, As without am a I. single hesitation. Without yeah. hesitation, I, I, I rank them 2 and then 3. Do you think either movie's good? <laughs> uh, uh, no, I think that I, I would, no. Yeah. But um, there are definitely serviceable qualities about the second one, but not enough to... Not to, to not enough to, to declare it good. No, and you know, I... I th- there, there are. I have some like real issues with the second one. Oh um, yeah, because I, you know, it's it's in a kind of, it's in a, like a really political gray area of our cultural history, which we'll talk about on uh, the episodes. Themselves. Yes, I agree completely. I, I'm, I'm on the same page. I wonder if we're talking about the same thing, but yeah, it could. We could easily be talking about two different things. Totally. That, amount to the same problem because this movie's got problems so everything that i admire as a horror fan about this movie and there's definitely touches that that are really interesting um the fact that i you know despise what it's doing politically means that it that kind of disqualifies it for it forever you know if there was ever any doubt then i'm gonna hold its politics against it all right. It's too too much of a con, uh, and and you know if you know I'm in another forty eight hours, you know, that's not an ethically good movie. But you know, if you if you're if you're kind of if you're aware and you're working with the problems you have in a way that's entertaining, I might give you a pass. Right. But this movie doesn't do this. It only detracts from what's good about this movie. Mm-hmm. And and when you're dealing with a movie that doesn't have a lot that's good you don't want to detract <laughs> that's right you you want to be you want to be counting up yeah and we're 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 really not but um you know i i'll i'll we'll, we'll talk about good and bad good and bad within the movie but overall bad yeah i agree they're both bad movies uh, yeah. yeah and i, I the, the the uh the the third entry is i think interesting only in how it wants to relate to the previous two movies that that's the most interesting thing about it frankly because nothing in that movie needs to exist in the universe right and and the man with the slicker any surprises uh, question mark in that movie um, they're all about how you know, like where where does this fit in right. relation to the previous two movies? That's the, the it only does thing. not. Yeah. <laughs> and and the where an- does the it fit, Tom? Is, it does uh, not fit. It depends on you. Yeah, it's a really interesting one for us as people doing a sequel podcast. Right, because we have to ask a question about you know is is it better to be 
you know, is it better to forego plausibility just to be part of the mythology? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Or or do or you do you want a sequel to be like tenuously connected to the original two films, but potentially be a better film because of it? Uh, so that's the one thing I find endlessly fascinating about that third movie is exactly what you're talking about now. Sort of the value in, in it, right? Yeah, I, I'm not convinced that they necessarily knew where what side of that they were going to land on no. when they started making the movie. No, 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 I don't no. know if there's any BTS stuff that would confirm or deny that, but I certainly got the sense while watching it that... Um, it could, re- you know, it could land either way, and there's probably different edits out there that do land either way. <laughs> yeah, that's that could that that's 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 very true. That could be very true. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, you know, okay, we're both two three. We're both saying these are bad movies. Yeah. This is is that the first time we've agreed completely. It just might be. I, th- I think I it can't is. remember another time that we've agreed so easily, certainly. Ooh, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> Stay I mean, tuned, everyone. Yeah, I'm going to have to talk. I'm going to with each other. I'm going to have to talk about this in my therapy session later. <laughs> I guess, I, well, I mean, you know, uh, gr- there are great podcasts where there's no conflict. Well, let's be honest. We're going to disagree about something at some point. Maybe. I'm sure, but 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 taking the large overview, we agree, and that's fine. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I look forward Think to it. Think of this as like as like the 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 Gene Roddenberry vision of heaven, where all conflict has been resolved, and it's just a nice conversation between two people on a starship. Just yeah, exactly. Just nice conversation between a couple of cool dudes for seven years. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. So that's our ranking. We both rank these uh, two, three. <laughs> I love that we're saying two, three. There's no numbers for these sequels. <laughs> <laughs> so we both say, see, and I'm exhausted already at the prospect of saying the titles, but we both say, I still know what you did last summer. The better sequel. I'll always know what you did last summer. The inferior sequel. And But we both say these are bad movies. I do wonder if when, you know, I'm pretty sure the, the Kevin Williamson call went down the way I suggested, where they say, what's on your desk? We'll make a movie of it. Right. And he was just reading, the, like reading the title to them. I know what you did last summer. And then they, they were just like, great, great. We'll we'll put it on a slate. We're going to start production tomorrow. And he's like, no, 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 wait. That was just a working title. I can come up with a better. <laughs> That's how I think that went down. We got to get him on the show. I'd really like to know. And then, like, you know, like uh, a big box of of money turned up on his doorstep, and he's like, nah, okay. <laughs> <You're> done. <laughs> it was probably literally a sack with the dollar sign on it. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've done it again, Kevin. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen. You can tell us your ranking and you can tell us whether if you're a a fan, if you love one of these sequels, I want to hear from you. Yeah, we're being we're being very (laughs) we're we're being very ungenerous towards these movies. So we're we're happy to hear um, some generous uh, responses. So if you're a fan, 
by all means, you let us know. Find us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, find us on Twitter, or send us an email, everythingsequel at Gmail, and we'll listen to it, and we might just read it on the air. All right. Stay tuned, everybody. Next episode, I still know what you did last summer. Say goodbye, Tom. Goodbye for one summer. I like to think I know something about beer, but nowadays even I get overwhelmed when confronted by the exhaustive selection of craft beers they have at bars, breweries, and even grocery stores. Back in the day you had one, maybe two craft beers to choose from, and if you were confused, you ordered a Guinness. But in beer stations like San Diego, the craft beer options lately are in double, sometimes even triple, digits. So what's a beer drinker to do? You need what I need, the Vegas Beer Guys. Your beer of choice should be a perfect blend of malt and hops. And so a live show about beer needs that same balance. And the Vegas Beer Guys matches beer expert Dan Aker with self-proclaimed beer novice Stephen J. Weiss. The results are eminently drinkable. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They'll try new beers. They'll tell you about beers. Think of them as your beer sherpas guiding you up a foamy-headed mountain to reach the peak of your pint. God, I need a beer.